Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. If I have a weird horse morning voice, you are correct. It is the morning where I'm recording this, but we're doing this. We're recording this. I wanted to make this live for you so I can kind of give you an update about what's going to go down on this podcast. I made an Instagram live, Instagram TV, IGTV. I'm really old now, whatever you want to call it, yesterday about this, but I wanted to come on the podcast and kind of give you some life updates about where I've been and what the future of this podcast is. If you've been following this podcast for a while, you know I had a baby nine months ago today, actually. I had my baby boy nine months ago, and I pretty much have never stopped working that whole time. But because my hours are so limited, the work I have been doing includes working with the clients that I had. I've taken on a very, very select number of people to work with one-on-one, and I've started my Healthy and Happy membership so that I can work with more people at one time with monthly trainings, an interactive Facebook group, and all of the wonderful things that makes up a community. Because of that, my podcast has been put on the back burner a little bit. I've tried to at least upload once a month, but that's not going to cut it, sister. I mean, no guilt, no shame. I did the best I could with the time that I had. But this podcast is my baby, my other baby. I have a couple babies. I got my real baby, my book baby, and my podcast baby. And I want to apply the energy and attention it deserves. But I'm going to be 100% real with you. In order to produce this content, it's important for me to create space in my life in order to be creative. Creating a podcast or writing a book isn't as simple as just going on Instagram, throwing up a post with a caption, and providing these bite-sized nugget pieces of information. There's a lot more work that goes into producing a podcast. Even though a lot of my podcasts are kind of off the cuff, I'm just answering questions from either my clients or questions that you guys have submitted or topics that I've talked about on recent client calls. It still takes a lot of energy. And as you may have listened to my burnout podcast a couple of episodes ago, I was just not taking good care of myself. I've been in a new season of my life. I'm trying to find my new identity as a businesswoman and a mom. And I'm trying to release my book and celebrate that and make sure the word gets out about that beautiful thing. And getting the word out about a book requires a lot of attention, a lot of energy. I've talked about this until I've been blue in the face, but I've been working on this book, Healthy and Happy, Find Food Freedom and Create the Body You Love, since November of 2019 is when we started the outline process. So it's been a long time in the making and it's actually going live on July 6th, which is crazy. But as you can see, I've just been working, doing what I can while adjusting to becoming a new mom, taking care of my baby and navigating life, trying to find some time for myself. So I want to talk quickly about what my plans are in terms of my own personal goals, where I've been and where I want to go, but also what that means for the future of this podcast. Because I get messages all the time like, Julie, I've listened to 100 plus episodes. Please record more. And I'm like, girl, I'm doing the best I can. I want to. I'm making it a priority and I've committed to that. So here's what's going on. Your girl realized that she was out of integrity with living her best life, with being her best, healthiest, happiest self. 
my mental health has not been the best, and therefore it's kind of taking a toll on my physical health, meaning I'm not eating meals consistently, I'm not drinking as much water as I should, I'm not moving my body as much as I should. I'm just kind of in survival mode versus thriving mode. And that's okay during certain seasons of my life, certain seasons of your life. The important thing here is when you recognize that, that you're not feeling like yourself, do not waste your precious time and energy beating yourself up for what you could have done different. Instead, use that energy to focus and apply your energy to how you want to move forward. Okay, so you've recognized you're not feeling like yourself. Now, what's your plan of action? What are you going to do differently than you have been doing? And the first thing for me when it came to taking care of my mental health was this realization that I need to take a giant step back from social media. If you've been following along for a long time, I've done episodes about social media. I've gone on social media detoxes, cleanses, unfollowing sprees. I've gotten off social media, back on social media, off social media, back on social media, and it's exhausting. And I've always said, if I didn't have a business, I probably wouldn't have social media. I love social media for the fact that it connects me with you guys, that I read your DMs, that I get to see that you're sharing the podcast. But there's a darker side to social media that I haven't been able to establish strong enough boundaries around in order for me to just use the app for business purposes and connection purposes and all the good things that social media can be used for. Instead, I tell myself, okay, Julie, I'm going to go on there. I'm going to post something helpful for people. I'm going to respond to DMs. But I am a human and we know that these apps are designed to keep us consuming them, to keep us on them because the more time we spend on there, the more addicted we become, the more money these companies can make. If you haven't watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, I highly recommend doing so because it talks about that in detail. The effect that social media has on your behavior long-term, super interesting. But I just recognized that social media was kind of putting me in a dark place. Now, I used to spend a lot of time comparing my body to bodies of other women I saw on social media. That's not really something I struggle with anymore because I've done so much body image and nutrition work on myself. But what I was comparing myself to was other content creators, other people who are on there, who are posting these amazing reels, who are spending their whole day highlighting every moment of their day and what they're eating, what they're doing, what their kids are doing. And I felt like I could do that. I could be really good at that. And I would try to do that, but it would just burn me out and exhaust me. And it didn't feel real. It didn't feel authentic. I don't like spending time on my phone all the time. I would rather be present with my family, present with the things I'm doing. And that's not out of a place of me not wanting to be helpful and me not wanting to share. It's just that I felt like I needed to keep some things for myself, to do things for the pure joy of doing them, like cooking a meal, finding joy in cooking versus cooking for the sole point of posting it on social media and telling you guys to eat a GPF meal. I get that both can coexist, but in my brain, they can't right now. And I had to be radically honest with myself about that, not be myself up, not feel like a terrible person, a terrible coach, terrible social media person, and just take it for what it is and say, this is where my mental health is at right now. What are the things that are contributing the most to my anxiety and my sense of feeling not good enough? And social media has always been the top thing on that list. So instead of making justifications and excuses like, I need social media for my business, I need to be on there, I need to be creating, I need to be doing what everybody else is doing, I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to take that time that I've been spending on consuming social media and use it to create something that's more impactful, more long form, because that's what I like to create, podcasts. I wrote a freaking book. That took a long time. I like being able to flush out my ideas. I like being able to talk to you guys and actually feel like we're building a connection versus just creating these little nuggets that you probably consume 1,000 posts. You might read my posts on social media and be like, wow, great idea, but are you actually implementing it? 
I find that the likelihood of you taking action from something increases by 100 when you're listening to something long form. You're letting that information soak in and you're not just scrolling, 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 digesting, digesting, digesting. I was reading a book last night and something stood out to me and it blew my mind. It said, we process so much information, something to the tune of 174 newspapers a day in content. Now, imagine you spent the time that you spend on your phone reading a book and actually not just reading the book, but applying the knowledge that you've learned from the book. If you look at your screen time report and it says you're spending four hours a day on your phone, you could have another job. You could create a business. You could have so many beautiful hobbies that enrich your life. You could spend that time cooking or reading, making your space tidy, calling a friend, fostering relationships, doodling, just doing whatever the heck you like. But instead, we're spending that time consuming the lives of other people and not just the lives, the true lives of other people, but the highlight reels of other people. When you actually look at that objectively, that's a very toxic thing to do. Not saying that you can't derive inspiration and motivation from social media, but are you actually taking inspiration and motivation from social media? Think about a time recently that you've actually taken initiative and action based on something you saw on social media. If you do that all the time, amazing. Kudos to you, girlfriend. But for me, I can't even think of one time that I saw something on social media and actually implemented it. Unless it was like a tiny little hack, like the thing where you push the avocado pit out with both of your fingers. (laughs) That was very helpful. So thank you, social media, for that. But for the most part, I was just spending too much time consuming and it was leaving me feeling exhausted, depleted and burnt out. And if I look at my screen time, let's say I'm spending three to four hours a day on my phone. That's not just on social media, but on my phone in general. What if I left my phone on airplane mode and put it in a drawer somewhere, only used it when I absolutely needed to? What could I do with those four hours? If I'm feeling depleted, I could take a nap. I could read a book. I could do something that fills up my cup instead of using social media as a way to unwind. So that's the realization I had about my mental health. For the month of July, what I'm going to do is take a step back from social media so that I can apply more energy to creating long form content like this podcast, which will benefit me mentally. (laughs) And it will also hopefully benefit you because if you're listening up until this point, I know you love the podcast. You're one of my true people. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. And thank you for sticking around for all this time. And let's talk about the physical aspect of this too. Before I had a child, I would work with moms and they'd be like, Julie, I just can't find time for myself. I don't have time to make healthy food. And I'd be like, girl, yes, you do. Anything that's important to you, you can do. And I truly, I stand behind that to this day, but I get it now. It's not so much about a time thing as it is an energy thing. You're like, I'm exhausted. The last thing I want to do is cook a chicken breast or cook myself a meal. And yes, mostly I'm exhausted because I'm spending my time in ways that aren't serving me like I just talked about. But what I need to do is spend that time cooking, preparing food, meal prepping so that I have things on hand to make myself healthy meals to ensure that I'm not skipping meals. It's interesting because I have some friends that have really strong relationships with food and they're like, Julie, yeah, I just don't really think about food. I could go a couple hours without eating and be like, holy crap, I haven't eaten in a while. And I used to wonder how the heck people did that because that was so far from where I was, where I would be obsessed with food, think about it 24 seven, but I get it now. Now I'm completely on the other end where I'm like, oh, I feel lightheaded. I feel shaky. I kind of have a little headache. I'm starving. I need to eat. And then when I'm making Leo food, I'm pretty much feeding him. And then I'm just standing there eating chips, which they're organic avocado oil chips. Okay. But still 
Chips are not a sufficient source of nutrition. I know this, you know this, we all know this, but when we don't have the energy or the mental capacity to pour back into ourselves, we make choices like that. And I'm not beating myself up for that. I'm just recognizing that I need to put my physical health as a priority as well. So what that actually looks like for me, I'm downloading my own habit tracker, which you can find in my book. And one of the things I'm putting on there as a very micro goal is having 25 grams of protein with every breakfast. Because breakfast for me is the meal that sets me up for success for the rest of the day. It's my lead domino. It's the thing that creates a ripple effect. When I do it in the morning, I'm way more likely to make positive food choices throughout the rest of the day and make sure that I'm getting sufficient nutrition. I'm going back to the basics. You guys, the reason I wrote this book is because I want it to be a lifelong reference for you. It's not that you're just going to read my book once and take away the principles and be perfect at executing them. I wrote the freaking book and I still have to go back to it as my manual, as my guidepost, as the thing I use when I fall off track and don't feel like myself anymore because I'm human, you're human, that is going to happen. But even me just sitting here reading my book, I'm using it as my reference manual, my point of reference for the ways that I can inspire myself to take action again. And even on a very practical level, I'm going back through the recipes in my book and being like, wow, I love that meal. I haven't made it in a while. I'm going to make that salmon tonight. I'm going to make sure I'm having my GPF smoothie for breakfast every day. It's all the things we know to do, but we might not have been executing it consistently. And again, this is not about beating yourself up and being like, dang it, I should have done better. I know better. I can totally do better. Now that you know better, now that you've recognized a change is required, it's on you to make that change. It's on you to take your power back and start stepping into your power again and making more empowered choices for your body and your mind. There will always be a thousand excuses. There will never be a perfect time. There's always going to be events and parties, especially in the summer. And that's the beautiful thing about having food freedom. You don't have to deprive yourself of the things you love. But when it comes down to your mental health and your physical health, nutrition plays such a strong component in that. I notice that when I'm eating GPF consistently, so big meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, plus some snacks in there as well, I feel so much better mentally. I have more mental clarity. I don't have as much brain fog. I'm more creative. I'm not obsessed with food because I know that my body is getting the nutrition it needs and I can just rest in knowing that. I have more energy. I sleep better at night. There's nothing but good that comes out of it. And then when I do indulge, when I do go have ice cream, it doesn't become a habitual thing. It's just like, okay, had some ice cream. That was amazing. Next, moving on, having my GPF smoothie for breakfast. And not because I need to get back on track, but because that's what genuinely makes me feel good both physically and mentally. As you'll read in my book, my philosophy around nutrition is yes, having food freedom, enjoying what you like to eat. If that's donuts, cookies, cake, whatever, there's a time and a place for that. And there's a time and a place, which should be the majority of the time where we are putting our health at the forefront and making choices that are aligned with how we want to feel in our bodies for our health, for our longevity, for our mental clarity, for our energy, and just so we can feel like our healthiest and happiest selves. I understand that the words healthy and happy can sometimes feel like an unrealistic standard to live up to, but that's only when you're viewing it through the lens of perfection. Of course, we're not always going to feel 100% healthy. You're going to get sick in your lifetime. Of course, we're not always going to feel 100% happy. We are human beings. Happiness is not the goal. My goal right now with my mental well-being is not necessarily to wake up and feel bliss and joy and heck yeah, I can't wait to get out of bed. I'm still sleep deprived. I'm still going through it. And that's just not realistic for me right now. But what I want to get into is the space of gratitude and peace and contentedness. 
That feels so much more realistic for me. And that is the goal that I'm aiming for. So what that actually looks like in terms of the future of this podcast, I kind of alluded to it already, but there's going to be much more consistent content coming out every single week on this podcast. We're going to be talking a lot about concepts and principles from my book, which is pretty much just what the podcast is about anyway. (laughs) But I'm going to be sharing tidbits and tips and tricks and recipes and different things from the book. I also have some interviews that I've already recorded that I'm so pumped for you to hear. You guys love my previous episodes with my clients, my client chat episodes and hearing their stories and being able to draw inspiration from them and knowing that you're not alone in your struggles. So my goal is to bring more people from my community onto the podcast so that you can hear their experiences and their stories and know that you're not alone. I say this to my clients all the time, but when I work with somebody one-on-one, they come to me and a lot of the times they're filled with guilt or shame about their eating habits or how much they think about food and they feel like they're the only person that struggles with that and for me I have the beauty of working with so many people that I can see that this is not just a you thing this is a universal problem because of hopping on and off diets for so long a lot of people have messed up relationships with food and that's okay we're works in progress but I want you to know that you are not alone. So you're going to be hearing from my clients. You're going to be hearing from people in the Healthy and Happy membership community, people who are actively working on transforming their relationship with food in their body so that you can draw inspiration and hopefully feel comforted knowing that you're not alone in your struggles. I'm also going to be working more with thought leaders in different industries, people that have been mentors to me, people that I look up to, that I want to share with you and have on the podcast so that you can continue to grow and evolve and hopefully be exposed to these people that have changed my life in hopes that it will change your life as well. And of course, what y'all know and expect, these solo podcasts, this is the foundation of the podcast. This isn't going anywhere. I actually started this podcast back in 2017 as a way to share information with my clients because people were asking me the same questions. And I found that it was so much more helpful to say, here's a podcast about GPF or here's a podcast about my plus one strategy, as opposed to taking precious time out of our one-on-one calls to explain those principles in detail. Instead, I send them that information, they digest it, and then we talk about how it specifically applies to them. So the same thing still stands. If you have questions, if you want something answered on this podcast, if you have topics that you love that you want me to talk more about. Please, please, please. I'm so open to hearing your feedback and suggestions. This is a you-centered podcast. Even though it's me blabbing away over here, I do it for you. I do it to help you. So please send me an email, julie at juliebeware.com, and let me know what you want me to talk about in the future of this podcast. And last but not least, on this podcast, you may start seeing sponsors popping up. And I just want to explain that and be completely transparent with you. I used to have the mentality when I was listening to a podcast and there was ads on there, I'd be like, okay, fast forward, not listening to this. I'd get kind of annoyed. But then when I started to really get into this work and creating content, I realized how much work goes behind the scenes of creating something that helps people. I have done this podcast for free for four years. And now that I'm a mom, my time is limited. My energy and my resources are precious to me. And I want to be able to provide for my family. I've had companies reach out to me for years now asking to do exchanges and be on the podcast and pay me for sponsorships. And I've rejected every single one of them because I never wanted to give you the impression that I'm only in this for the money 
or I don't ever want it to become this inorganic thing where I just start working with random companies just for the sake of getting income from it. That's never, ever, ever going to be the case. That is a promise from my heart because one of my strongest core values is authenticity and integrity. I would never, ever tell you about something that I didn't genuinely use and love. I just wanted to explain this to you because I know how ads and sponsorships can sometimes be perceived. And I want you to know that I am coming from the most genuine place in my heart when I work with somebody It's going to be a brand that I absolutely love, that I've used their products for a while, that I put in my smoothies every day or that I'm using for skincare. Only things that are completely 100% aligned with who I am as a person. So first of all, you're never going to hear 72 ads on here that are super cheesy and random. It's just going to be me sharing things from the heart, from my own personal experience, and me collaborating with brands that, again... Just like bringing on my mentors and things and people that have changed my life, I want to start sharing products, companies, brands that have changed my life as well, that have optimized my health, wellness, both mentally and physically. And the benefit for you is that in exchange for that, you will get some kind of incentive for listening to this podcast, for listening to the sponsorships as well. So I hope you can support me in that. And even if you don't support me in that and you just want to buzz through those ads, no hard feelings. I just wanted to be 100% transparent with you about that and let you know that I'm not some cheesy salesperson that's going to be coming on here and spewing ads with brands and companies that I don't really care about. That's never going to be the case. I have your best interest at heart. You guys are like my people, my family. I would never go to my family and try to sell something weird and janky, so I'm not going to do that to you, I promise. Just a heads up, if you see anything, any kind of sponsorships in the future, it is so that I can help continue to provide content on this podcast and provide income for my family as this is one of the main parts of my job. And I want to continue to keep the podcast alive. And this is how it's going to become sustainable for me. If I'm contributing time and energy to it outside of my time one-on-one coaching or group coaching or doing my membership, this is how I'm helping put food on the table for my family. So I hope you can respect that and understand it because I'm not trying to hide anything or be cheesy about it or be weird about it. We're open about this stuff. If you've listened to my money episode, it's okay to talk about money. It's okay to acknowledge that money is a good thing. It's the circulation that keeps our world moving. We need it. And if you're applying your time and energy into something, I hope that you're compensated for it. Yes, you can love something. Yes, you can do it out of the goodness of your heart. And it's okay to be paid for what you're worth. So that's a lesson for you to take away from this as well. Moral of this story, okay, we're going to be expecting weekly content on here on this Healthy and Happy podcast. Every single Wednesday, there's going to be a podcast episode uploaded. What, what? Sometimes I might feel inspo and do a little more than that, but right now we're keeping it to every Wednesday. The foundation of this podcast will remain the same. It's going to be me blabbing your ear off (laughs) about certain subjects and topics in alignment with health and wellness and personal development, your mental health, your physical health, all of that. And I'm going to be answering your questions first and foremost. So please, please, I'm not kidding. Send me your questions to julie at juliebewer.com so you can be featured on the podcast. And you can tell me if you want me to answer your question specifically and use your name or your example, or if you want to remain anonymous, tell me that as well. A lot of times I just pull concepts from questions and I don't mention that it was a question from somebody. So that's an option as well. Don't feel like if you write something in, it's going to be me putting you on blast. I promise that's not the case. And last but not least, 
I'm going to start sharing thought leaders with you, mentors that I have, people that I look up to, not all the time, but maybe once a month, we're going to do an interview with somebody that I find inspirational, helpful, and you'll be hearing from members of the Healthy and Happy community, my clients, people from my membership, so that you can draw inspiration from real life people, real life stories, know that you're not alone, and know that you can take inspired action. Because if they can do it, if I can do it, trust me, sister, you can freaking do it, okay? We're not unicorns. We're not aliens. We're all out here living on earth, doing the same things, just trying to be better people. And that's why we're here to support each other, to love each other, to grow, to foster the sense of community and connection, this healthy and happy squad. I love you guys so much. I just wanted to give you a heads up about the future of this podcast let you know what's going on, let you know that my book is coming out on July 6th, which is so soon. The cool thing is on July 6th, you can actually head to your local Barnes and Noble or Indigo and say, hey, do you have Healthy and Happy? And if they don't, you can request that they order it for you. And that's a way that we're going to get the book out into more bookstores. I'm literally, I think I'm, oh, it just gives me goosebumps thinking about the day that I walk into a bookstore, hopefully on the 6th, and I see my book. Oh, gives me goosebumps, makes me want to cry. I'm just going to break down into a puddle of tears. But if you order the book and you get it on July 6th or shortly thereafter, please take a picture and share it on social media. Buy copies for your friends, start a book club, and stay tuned for so much helpful content that will guide you along in reading the book. I love you so much. My heart is exploding with love for you always. I'm so excited for us to be on this journey together more consistently. I'm happy to show up for you. Thank you for being here for me and showing up for me so powerfully. But most importantly, thank you for showing up for you, for continuing to take the time to invest in yourself, invest your time and your energy and your love and your resources into making yourself a better person. That's how this world is going to become a better place. It starts with each individual person and you are an integral part of that sister so thank you for being you i love you i'll talk to you very soon bye hey do me a favor if you like this episode please head to itunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast be sure to tag me on your instagram story so i can show you some love for listening see you soon